Hey guys, welcome to the Day by Day podcast. We are now on episode two. I am incredibly excited. It's your girl, Caress Deer. And this episode, with the New Year's coming in, I want to talk about resolutions. But not resolutions in the typical sense. We all know the typical resolutions where everybody, you know, wants to lose weight, stop drinking, stop swearing, you know, start that new investment or get their finances in order, blah, blah, blah. Ain't nobody trying to talk about that. What I want to talk about is what my friend likes to call the year of me, me, me. I am all about that because in this world where everything is hustle bustle, everybody is working to the point of exhaustion, stress, disease, like we are slowly killing ourselves and for what? So that is where the year of me, me, me comes in. And I want to start off with this quote. I'm always um, finding things on Instagram and other social media that really just kind of speak to me. So you'll notice that I'll start incorporating these things into each episode. So one of the quotes that I found for this week is, you don't need to be better than anyone else. You just need to be better than you used to be. And for me, that is the foundation of the year of me, where I just want to improve myself. I'm not worrying about anybody and their drama. I need to worry about what I'm interested in. And especially with these these uh, New Year's resolutions, you rarely ever hear about people saying they want to develop themselves and they want to improve themselves. So that is what I want to do. And I feel like I've spent the last couple of years gradually doing that, but I really want to go hard. I really want to improve myself. I really want to stick to the commitment of me. I want to commit to myself. I don't want to commit to some dude. I don't want to do all of that. Yes, I did. Yes, I remember the first episode. But I really feel like that was something that I needed to go through to learn from. And that was the point of the first episode. I felt like it was an important message. And I felt like I learned some lessons out of it. And I wanted to share some of those lessons. I didn't share with you everything because everything would have been going a little too deep. And I had already started off this podcast rather deep anyway. Um, I was trying to keep it kind of light, kind of surface level, but still get my points out there. But I feel like I might have not done that too well. But you know what? Live and we learn. And, you know, now that I think about it, I can revise that going forward. But anyway, it's this podcast is all about getting vulnerable, about learning about yourself, about getting kind of deeper with yourself. So again, you live and you learn and you do better next time. So I'm not worried about it. I wonder sometimes if people don't bother think about self-development as a New Year's resolution because maybe they're afraid of their friends or family mocking them for it, or maybe they don't want to delve into themselves because that's going to bring up too many past issues. I mean, it could just be that, you know, people nowadays, they tend to place a greater value on things or other people than they do on themselves and what they need as an individual. So I feel like it could be a plethora of things. But for me, I look at it as I've built a good life for myself. Am I exactly where I want to be? No. Am I making money? And no, I'm over here like everybody else on the financial struggle bus sometimes. And I'm trying to ball on a budget. That's how I'm rolling over here. You know, just keeping it real. (laughs) But I really think self-development and mental health and physical health are really important. And they need to become a priority because at the end of the day, if we don't take care of ourselves, who's going to take care of us? I'm a single female and I live alone. Ain't nobody taking care of me. I have to do it. 
And then you have parents out there. They have kids. They're taking care of their spouse. Where's the energy left to take care of themselves? But if they don't take care of themselves, they get they get lost. They end up wearing themselves out and then there's nobody there to take care of the kids, nobody there to take care of the spouse. So taking care of yourself is super, super important. So some of the steps that I have outlined, and yes, I did have to write this outline down because then I would end up going on a million tangents and by the end of the podcast, never coming to a point because I went so many different directions. <laughs> I think some steps that are really important as far as self-development is to take the time to think about what you want to improve and create small, realistic goals that lead to your larger goals. And that's one thing that I find with myself and I've heard other people comment on where they, they want a goal. Let's say it's, I want to lose weight, but all you're saying is I want to lose weight. Are you really breaking down the goals small enough to make them realistic for you so that you'll stick with your plan and get to your goal of losing however much weight you want to lose. You know what I mean? Like if you don't start off small and build up as you go, you're just going to hit a roadblock and get frustrated, get tired and just be like, you know what? Fuck this shit. And that's a disservice to yourself. So when you're creating your goals that are going to lead to your larger goals, break it down. It's like me. Like I want to, I have this illustrious vision in my head. It's not really illustrious. It's realistic. It's just, I'm not a morning person. But I want to get to the point where I could wake up in the morning early and early for me is probably normal for majority of the world world. But early for me is like, you know, if I could wake up like 530 in the morning, I want to be able to pray, meditate, work out, shower, make a little something to nosh on for breakfast and make it out the door to get to work on time. There are millions of people who do this already. I am not a morning person. I have no problem rolling out of bed maybe half an hour before I'm supposed to be where I am, get ready, be out. Yes, I'm probably going to be five to 10 minutes late to where I'm going, but I will be there. I will give my all at work. I will come home and do schoolwork well into the night and then do it all again. But that's doing myself a disservice because all I'm doing is exhausting myself. And me, when I am exhausted, stressed, depressed, anxiety ridden, Those things usually tend to happen to me all at the exact same time. And the residual effects from it, it's just, it's not pretty. It's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. And I nearly had a mental freaking breakdown last semester in school. And it just, it wasn't good. I ended up having to take the whole summer off because in my program, we go through school the entire year and we don't have a break outside of Christmas break. If I didn't take that time off, I would have just been so mentally and physically broken. I don't, I don't think I would have been, I I just wouldn't have been no use to anybody. Basically my goal, waking up early to be able to go through my new routine, right? I got a new alarm clock. I got one that is a sunlight simulator. So it's almost like waking up in the summertime when I roll over and, oh, there's a sunlight and it's so pretty and my room is all nice and bright. I got one of those because I have an easier time waking up in the summer than I do in the winter because I just look at it as I get up, I roll over, it's dark outside, I'm going back to bed. I am not waking up or getting out of my nice warm bed in the middle of the night, but it's not really the middle of the night, it's six o'clock in the morning. So I got the new alarm clock. I am attempting to get to bed earlier. I am really, really bad at giving myself a bedtime and sticking to it because again, I'm getting my second and third wind after work And I could keep on going for another couple hours. Well, no, I need to go to bed so I can wake my ass up early enough to do what I got to do. So that's another goal. So we working on it. I'm working on moving my phone away from my bed because then when I find it difficult to sleep, 
I'm on Instagram scrolling or I'm reading a book on my Kindle app or something and then my mind is active and I'm never going to go to sleep. But one thing I definitely want to do, I want to be able to wake up in the morning. I want to pray. I want to meditate. I want to write down my three to five things that I'm grateful for and why. I want to exercise in the morning. Like I have all of these goals, these things I want to achieve before I start my day. And I can't if I'm not taking the time to get myself into these habits. But because these are small little incremental things that I can continually work on day by day, it's like every day is a win. Every day that I accomplish my little steps to get to the bigger goal, it's a win. So it's like I can congratulate myself. And what's better than positive reinforcement and positive feedback? That's what I mean when I'm saying when you have your larger goals, chunk them out. Do it little by little and work on them day by day. Make the effort to really, really be like, you know what, I don't want to get up right now, but I'm going to get up. And if all I do is get up and pray and meditate and I lay back down in bed or something, well, I've knocked out two things and I was awake and I stayed awake. I didn't get, I didn't wake up, turn off the alarm and roll back over and go to sleep. Remember that you got to celebrate the little things because those little things is what's carrying you to the big things, right? And another thing that I want to improve, and I think a lot of other people want to improve because self-care has become a big conversation topic in the last couple of years. And I think self-care is incredibly important. I love for my self-care to be able to like come home, get a glass of wine, put on like a movie or some TV show that I'm interested in on like Netflix or Hulu, you know, wash my face, put on a mask, do my nails and just take quiet time kind of for myself. Nobody's around. I'm doing something that I like. My nails are nice. They're not professionally done, but I like them. I like knowing that I took time out for myself to do it. That stuff is important. So, you know, you want to schedule time just for you. I know everybody's busy, busy. Even if you schedule like a half hour and all you do is meditate or maybe all you do is lay down and read a book, that's important. That's time for you to just be like, <sighs> and just breathe. And for my friends out there who have kids, get your kids involved in your self-care. Teach your kids about self-care and create that bond with them that you could do together. You know, maybe, maybe it's go for walks every day or something like that and you can go for a walk through nature and I don't know, but at least going for a nice walk, that's something relaxing, you can do it with your kid. If yoga or some kind of exercise is your thing, maybe you can have like a non-beast mode workout for you and your kid and y'all could do it together. Now you're teaching your kid about the importance of exercise, the importance of self-care. You're building a bond with your kid because now it's something that you guys could do together. So that's really cool. Or you could teach them about meditation and actually meditate together. And I know kids have issues sitting still, but in the long run, it'll be a really great skill for them to learn, especially when they get up into more advanced grades and they got to study and take SATs and whatever. Meditation will be so helpful to be able to help clear their minds and get them to really focus in on, on what they have to do. Or you could even just read quietly with your kids. That's one thing I used to do with my nephews, actually, is... Um, one of my nephews had a little bit of an issue with reading at one point and it just wasn't fun for him. So what I would do is I would give the younger one a book and he couldn't read, but it was okay. He just loved knowing that he had a book and I gave him a book and I actually purposely bought kids books and kept them in my house so that when the boys came over, I had age appropriate stuff for them. So whether they could read or not, at least it was something that was right up their alley. And the younger one would read to himself and he would make up a whole story and then come and tell me about it after we were done. And I would sit and work with the older one on his reading and we would do it together. 
And when you put it in the the scope of self-care and the fact that this is time just for you, quiet time, kids appreciate having something that's just for them. And that's one thing I really learned from my nephew. And how is that any different when you're an adult? You know, you grow up, you get out of your parents' house and you have things that are just yours. When you're out in the workforce, doing your thing, paying your bills, and you're like an official adult now, you're really adulting. But all of that stuff is things that you're earning. Those are your awards, you know. You have things that are just for you. What is reading but something that's just for you? You pick a book you want. So give that gift to your kids. So these are things where even families can get into it. But you want to do things that you find relaxing and enjoyable. Another thing, and this is something that I definitely stress, uh, struggle with, and I plan on improving for 2018, is listen to your mind and your body. You got to learn to say no. No, let me rephrase that. I have to learn to say no. <laughs> There are times where I don't get to see my friends very often. We all work different, different schedules. I have my friends where once a month we have a date. Unless it's absolutely necessary, we don't change that date once we schedule it. That's great and all, but there are times where, you know, sporadically, hey, Caress, you know, I think this event will be really cool. I think you should come through. And it's just like, I know that I am exhausted and that I need to go home and probably put like an ice pack over my eyes and just sit in silence and meditate and get my mind right. But then that that invitation, it sounds so nice and it sounds like so much fun. Something interesting that they definitely know that I wanna go to. I have this problem where it's like, I know what I need, but because this offer sounds so much better, I'm gonna go with the offer. But then I regret it when I wake up and I have a headache because I am exhausted and I should have came home because I didn't listen to my body and know that, yeah, I need to come home and rest for a second and then I could get back up running. That's really, really important. And if that's one thing that I could tell you that I have definitely learned about myself in the last year, yeah, that's a major one. I definitely realize that I need to learn to say no, but not only to things I like, but to things I hate. Because there are a lot of times where you don't want to do something. Somebody asks you to do something. You don't want to do it. But because it's like, oh, well, you know, they always help me out. Or, oh, well, it's my brother. I'll do it. And it's just like, you know, you don't want to. You know, you hate it. But we always feel obligated to always say yes. There's no obligation to be yes people. It's nice when you say yes, so then you think somebody else is going to say yes, but other people aren't going to feel as obligated as we do sometimes. It's okay to say no, and it's okay to not let people guilt trip you into saying yes. That peer pressure is a hell of a thing, but you have to remember in yourself that it is okay to say no, and I think it's important to say no a little more often for your mental and physical health. Your mental and physical health is very important. When you need it, you need to learn to listen to your body and actually rest. And don't just like lay there in anxiety and feel bad or feel some type of way because you said no or whatever your situation is that is causing you some kind of anxiety or stress. Do something for yourself that's going to allow you to relax. Whether it is take a walk, whether it is spend 60 bucks and go get a massage or a facial or something, but you have to be able to do something for yourself to take the rest when you need it. You need to learn what makes you tick and what makes you restful and relaxed so that you can operate at your best, but then you need to consistently do those things because you you have to be able to, you have to do that for yourself. It's just, it's so integral to our function as human beings. It's so necessary. Oh, when I tell you, as I'm saying this, I'm thinking back to last semester. I'm thinking back to when I was an undergrad 
And I was just killing myself to get straight A's because I wanted to get highest honors. And then it's like I got to a point where I realized that because I got two B pluses on my transcript, I was not going to make it to maximum honors. I forget what it's called. I think it's summa cum laude at my school. It's like summa cum laude, magna cum laude, and then just regular cum laude or something. I got magna cum laude. I got honors for the first time in my life. I'm graduating with honors. I should be happy for that. But no, at that time I was like, I need summa. I need summa. And I was stressing myself out. And it got to the point where I'm like, these two B pluses are not going to let my grade rise. The two points I need to get summa cum laude. I need to understand that I can take a breath and I can stop stressing myself out over this goal. Like, it's okay, I'm not going to die. C's get degrees and nobody's looking at my transcript when I go into the workforce and I step into a new arena. No one. What I need to do is make sure that I get high enough to be proud of myself, to be able to honor the accomplishment that I have made and know that I am consistently improving myself. You need to remember that your only competition is yourself. This is about to step into territory for another episode, but I'm gonna touch it because it's timely to right now. One thing that I will definitely say that I wanna add in 2018 is to not compare myself to others, but also not compare my, my present self to my past self either. In the past, I used to look at my friends and I, I grew up with some brilliant friends. I have some amazing, amazing friends. I have some very accomplished friends and I am so proud of them. But I would be like, I, I don't have the degrees that they have. I don't have the jobs that they have. I don't have the fulfillment that they have. But at the end of the day, I'm an outsider looking in and I only know but so much of their lives. The two friends that I grew up with the longest and that I used to think about the most when it came to this topic. Um, one lives in North Carolina, one lives in New York, but they got there on their own merits. And I don't know their day-to-day -day struggle. I don't know how they're feeling about themselves. I don't know if they're fulfilled or not. I'm just observing and seeing things and thinking that they are. And I'm looking at like, well, damn, they got more degrees than I do. They got this, they got that. I can't compare myself to other people. When I look back at my struggle that got me to where I am now, I'm exactly where I need to be. I was not in the mental space to handle the amount of academic stress my friends went through in their early 20s. I was growing up in other ways. I was maturing in other ways. They had their own needs at that time and they accomplished what they did because they were in the mental space to handle it. I was not. I got my bachelor's later on in life and I'm working on my master's now, but I have the mental capacity to push on through. But then I have another friend who was going to school all through her 20s on and off and she's accomplished so much for herself and she's looking at me like, wow, you're going to finish your master's before me, but I finished my bachelor's before you. And I had to remind her, you can't compare our journeys. We were in different mental states. We were at different ability levels at different times. I'm in the grind right now because I can handle this right now. And I'm gonna be able to take this degree or this journey and, and make it into something big. Your plans took you a different route, but it's a route that worked for you. And then when I say you can't compare your past self to your present self, in the last year I've evolved so much. The way I think of myself has changed. The way I learn things and interpret things, it's all changed. And I think of it as a change for the positive. 
But now when I look back at who I used to be, I feel like I don't like that person all the time. And it's like, I have to remember, like, you can't dislike who you used to be. That was a part of your journey. That was a part of your growth. Appreciate where you were and all that it taught you and honor where you are now and look at it as an accomplishment that you have continued to grow and grow. Even sometimes when you don't realize it, we're human. We're allowed to grow. We're allowed to transform. We're allowed to get smarter. We're allowed to elevate. That's to me what life is about. When you can take the time to elevate yourself and grow yourself. So that is what I leave you with for 2018. And I, of course, I have another quote. This one is by Lala Dela Delia. Lala Delia. Let's hope that I'm saying that right. I'm gonna work with Lala Delia. And she says, don't stop believing in your own transformation. It is still happening even on days you may not realize or feel like it. So for 2018, guys, let's commit to ourselves. Wishing you love and light in 2018. Wishing you all the best for you and yours. And let's continue to grow and learn and develop together day by day. Find me on Instagram at daybydaypod. Um, also, if you're not already following me on Instagram, I do post some random thoughts and things there. If you want a little inspirational fix for me, go over there and get it. Have a great day. Enjoy your beginning of your 2018. Stay safe, stay happy, and I'll see you soon.